You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. It is what's up, and welcome to another Okada Shorts G Wondering episode. That's right, I'm your bad friend, Rafe Houston, one half of the International Wrestling Grand Prix, the Kings of Pod Style Okada Shorts. This is another short, short, bite sized episode for every single night of the G1 Climax 33. Welcome to G Wondering. Tonight we'll be covering night seven, and I say tonight, I don't know why, because that's what you say when you're presenting. In reality, I'm reporting to you live from my van on my lunch break, rainy Perth, Western Australia. I've actually got a pretty nice view. I'm overlooking the river. Uh, it's raining quite badly. It's kind of eased up a little bit now, so if it really kicks in, I'm sure you'll hear it on the mic. But uh, let's hope it holds off long enough to get out these thoughts in the short amount of time I have to share them with you. Uh, this was one of the matches live from Karakuan Hall, and it kicked off with the United Empire exploding Will Ospreay versus the Great Okan. Uh, I think everybody was sort of thinking the same as me with this, that we were thinking uh, this might be the opportunity for the Great Okan to shine. Um, he has been on a little bit of a low-energy streak. He took his loss to... Michael Oku, after being essentially undefeated uh, as the champion of the British over in Rev Pro, took that loss, and then he's been low energy since he's come to the G1 Climax. No comment in the press conference, the whole deal. And with, I guess, kind of like the exception of uh, some shining moments, like uh, him enjoying having his nipples twisted by ELP and a sweet judo throw on Okada, he's been um, pretty quiet. And... This match was was good, it was fun, but I really thought this was going to be a bit of a coming out party for him. I thought we were maybe going to see him 
beat the leader of the United Empire and maybe set himself up to be his successor, you know, if Will goes on to do other things, whatever it may be. But no, Will Ospreay manages to pull out the win with the leap of fate. Uh, his big uh, spinny boy he does off the top. Um, I do like that United Empire will go pretty hard at each other immediately. They were just throwing bows at each other. Okama's <laughs> was like using a chair on Osprey and shit. They weren't holding back. Uh, but yeah, no big moment. I did like there was a little bit of a character beat. Just after Will and Wine, he come in smiling like, hey, buddy, it's all cool. And Akans on the ground, he's quite angry. And he sort of looks up at Osprey with sort of hate in his eyes. And then he, you know, comes around and hugs him and, you know, throws up the crowns and all that. But was there a split second there? You know, was there a moment where he didn't like that and he doesn't like losing to him? So we'll see if that's a that's something they come back around to in the future. Second match was Shooter Shota Umino, Roughneck Shota Umino, uh, versing one half of the Bullet Club's War Dogs, Gabe Kidd. Um, this was great, man. Another good match from Shooter. He's really been showing out in this block, uh, and Gabe has been the most vocal and out and out, you know, uh, loud mouthed. I get guess you'd say. And again, this one, they both went fucking to war, man. Shota manages to pull out the win with the Death Rider after about 13 minutes, but it was good fun. Um, I was a little bit nervous. I've got Shooter in our little Pickham's contest we do, and I was really hoping he could pick up a win here, and he did not let me down. Um, real, real shades of what we're going to see from Shooter. I know people want a lot from him and see really great things from him, but he's still really new, you know, and he's balancing a lot of gimmicks. He's doing a lot of stuff, but at the end of the day, the genuine fire he has and, um, you know, how the, the crowd sees him when he's in those ropes is what counts. And I just can't even imagine where he'll be in, you know, five years, 10 years, if he keeps with it. And Gabe as well has got a huge, huge upside. So, yeah, we, we'll see where they play out. We're watching the future play out with these guys. Uh, third match was Tai Chi, the Holy Emperor Tai Chi versus Kenta. Uh, my favorite moment of this was Tai Chi's entrance where Kenta essentially is back to back with Tai Chi playing guitar on his Rev Pro belt. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Uh, and yeah, and it starts off lighthearted. Um, but yeah, Kenta manages to pull out the win here. Which, to be honest, I was pretty fucking pissed off about Tai Chi's on my list of dudes um, in the Pick'em. So, did not appreciate the win by Kenta. But, I didn't hate this as much as I have hated some of Kenta's matches in this. So, do I think Kenta needs another G1 in the future? No, not really. But I did like his chemistry with Kai, Tai Chi. Uh, I liked his charisma here. And, yeah, it was, it was a fun match. It was like... Two minutes and 11 seconds, like I think it said here, uh, which is funny because I said last time he was in a 10-minute match and I was like, it felt like 20. This was two minutes and I'd say it felt like five <laughs> to six. So maybe maybe I'm being too harsh. But either way, uh, a, lot of, a lot of sort of bullshit surrounding it, you know, like the interactions and stuff until the actual match. But but yeah, so Kenta pulls out the win. Taichi's a bit pissed off, but it is what it is. Next on we go to the fourth match, and it is Gene Blast, Yoda Suchi. Suchi? Suji. My my jeans were blasted in just thinking about him. Uh, and that smile. 
Oh, that smile. Uh, and versus the crown jewel, if you like, Chase Owens. Um, well, Chase Owens got Gene blasted and it could happen soon enough. I've been hoping for real good things from Yoda Suji. He looks so fucking cool at everything he does, man. This dude has star written all over him. The charisma's off the charts. And his moveset is just so cool. Like, he's just cool as fuck. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see more from him. I'm hoping this is the beginning of a big run here where Suji starts picking up some fucking wins. That would be dope. Next up was Tangaloa versus El Fantasmo. This match was uh, surprisingly sweet to get started, you know. There's a, a gentlemanly handshake at the start. Um, <laughs> El Fantasmo, as per the press conference, convinces Tungaloa to take off his shirt. And then it was it was like a fun match that made Tungaloa look really good. But, you know, ELP comes through in the end and gets his win. And then he's quite emotional. Like, if you've seen the press conference stuff, he's grandfather had passed away like an hour before the Okada match and he cut this amazing really heartfelt promo where he told that story and about what it's like being in a foreign country and trying to do this and trying to win G1 and how his grandfather was supposed to die like weeks and weeks ago but he held on for four weeks and that's the kind of strength he needs to win the G1 and it was it felt like a real fucking level up moment for him for his character uh, for the future. And then he picks up this win. So let's see if he can, you know, rack up a few heading into the end of this. I would love him to get through as a dark horse uh, into the finals at least. That would be really cool. But the upside of the ELP is crazy. And again, Togaloa fine here. Uh, I still think Yoshihashi match was his best. This was, this was fine. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with Tagaloa, like, in the long run. But, hey, he, he didn't drag this one down. It it kept on going, and it, it was fine. And he had a nice heartfelt moment at the end with ELP where he, you know, helped him stand up and hugged him and stuff. It was nice. Okay. Sixth match was Ren Narita versus Hikaleo. And there was a couple of things here. One, I was thinking, is Ren Narita overrated here? Um, in this contest. I haven't really seen much from him, man. And I know, you know, he's the prodigal son of Shibata, but I'm like, is that too much? And then I was like, maybe I'm being a little bit harsh. I mean, these guys only just come off excursion. They've had these huge mantles plastered on them and we're expecting them to, you know, expecting him to be Shibata, which is not, you know, he's his own guy. Um, this match was fine. It kind of dragged on a bit. I was just left feeling like, Hikuleo hasn't been as bad as I thought he was going to be, but he needs some work, like, with his gimmick or whatever. He just, like, his movements have been better, I think, but he just doesn't look cool. You need to look cool, Hikuleo. You need to seem fearsome. I don't know what to do to help you, man. Uh, it's probably like, I don't know, wet your hair or shave your head, because girls get the girls, but they, you know, they don't get fights or make people think you're tough, I think. Uh, and... Yeah, so anyway, surprisingly, Hikale did pick up the win, hit that godsend chokeslam. Um, but Narita, another loss in the bank. So we'll see where it goes. I think there's actually going to be some big upsets for Narita. I think he he's maybe going to pick up that win over Kiyomiya, that elusive win over Kiyomiya that the others couldn't do. Um, and it's kind of cool that they've they've got the Musketeers in here, but they're all 
sort of achieving different things. You know, I think that's cool. Um, next up was Okada versus Yoshihashi. Now, I mean, I watched this and she was a little bit stressed that Yoshihashi might pick up the win as he can get big upsets at these tournaments. But we need not have worried because Okada is the fucking man. He <laughs> was like, oh, if you weren't a Carter fan, you'd be so pissed off because he just fucking wins everything and he's so smarmily good at it. But yeah, fucking once he lays in that Rainmaker, it's a wrap. And it's just, I'm proud to name our podcast after this fucking dude, man, because he really is like a legend. Like we're watching a legend at work and there will be, you know, 10, 20 years of the future, 30 years of the future. They're like long after Okada stopped wrestling, they'll speak of him as one of the best to ever do it. And I truly believe that. He's, he's fucking amazing, man. And then last up was Sonata versus Kaido Kiyomiya, the two prodigal sons of the great Muda going to war, um, shining wizard off between it. I thought Kobajiri did a real good job actually telling that story of the two. And again, Sonata, you know, taking up those minutes, chewing up the minutes on your screen and getting in the long ones. This one went all the way down to 19 minutes and 58 seconds. So with two seconds to spare, Sonata got the win. And I kind of like that for him. He's been real dominant in this block. There hasn't been a bigger naysayer of Sonata than me. But this new Sonata, who he is now, what's coming around, there have been worse title runs in this world, in this company. You know what I'm saying? Definitely in this world and in other companies. But... I like that they're investing in him and now they're like, you know how we waste all that time for seven years or you were just, you know, in holding spot as the Cold Skull. Now we're going to slowly build up who this person is. So will he still be champion come Wrestle Kingdom? I'm kind of starting to think he might because they they really seem to be behind him. So we will see what happened. Um, all in all, though, this night was a short night. I had a pretty good time with it. Nothing really overstayed its welcome. And it was definitely worth a watch. Um, as for our Pick'em scores, um, after this, Amy is on 17. After both Suji and Okada picking up wins, uh, I am on 16. After my boy uh, ELP uh, and Shooter both picked up wins, Curtis is on 12. After all three of his combatants all lost. Three donuts in a row. Fucking rough for your boy Curtis. And then uh, Travis uh, was let down by Kaido Kiyomiya. So he sits there on nine. That said, though, Travis has got like uh, more dudes over in the um, C&D box. He's got Eddie Kingston uh, Ishii and Yano. So you might see some wins picked up over there from Travis, okay? Let's quickly run down uh, the next night's matches that your good friend Curtis Spears will be doing for you. Do, do, do. Press the button. It says schedule. It's not loading. Uh, and they will be live tonight from Karakuen Hall. And it is going to be... This is the power of the internet. It must be the raid. Come on, mate. Match line up, please. Boop. 
Give him a little tap. There we go. Okay, Korakuta Hall opens with Hanare versus Evil. Surely Hanare beaten that ass. Uh, Hiroki Goto versus the Dead-Eye Dreadnought Alex Coglin. That'll be fun. Uh, Shingo Takagi versus Mikey Nichols. Couple of hard hitters there. My girlfriend Hiroshi Tadahashi versus Toru Yano. Uh, what are they called? Bebop Tag Team Explodes, I guess. Um, Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston. Uh, that will be a hard-hitting match also. Naito versus Shane Haste. Um, I'm sure they'll both lean into their fuckery kind of bullshit a little bit there. Uh, Tama Tonga versus David Finlay. Will we see Finlay take a trip up finally, or will he just beat Tama Tonga within an inch of his life again? And then Zack Sabre Jr. versus Jeff Cobb. I'd be thinking that's a Jeff Cobb one there. You know, Zack's kind of got the better of him a couple of times. Um, maybe this could set up that rematch for the TV title and maybe Zack's eventual loss of that title to Jeff. Okay. Um, so thank you for listening. Make sure you check out this show's Hot Friends. And by that, well, actually, I'm, I'm fucking it up. This is what Curtis says. He says, if you've enjoyed this show, check out our sister shows, Throw and Dice Pod, at Throw and Dice Pod, Curtis's Wargaming and Warhammer and Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, if you like the sound of me blathering on by myself, you can hear me blather on with other people over on my interview series at Faces Feels Cast. That's Faces and Feels Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, lots of interviews on there, including interviews with the likes of Aaron Hanare and Robbie Eagles. And then if you like those sister shows, you can check out our sister host, our sister host, God damn it, our sister shows, Hot Friends, over on the Cat Out Network, All of the Goodness, Ring Post Radio, Your Dose of, Dose of Death, Count Out Network, Check it all out. You can also find the link to subscribe to the Patreon, $5 a month, and you can check out all the extra content, including Drop Your Shorts, the Okada Shorts bonus show that happens every time we record Okada Shorts, except for the most recent times. But it will happen again once we're done recording for every single fucking night of the G1. All these links are in one place. All you need to do is go to Linktree which is L-I-N-K-T-R dot double E slash Okada Short. And there you can rate and subscribe. You can listen or die. Thanks for listening. I've been Rafe. Curtis will be back with the next night, night eight. And until then, keep it right, keep it tight, and most importantly, keep it what? Short. Have you guys heard of the new show on the Can Out Network, the Ichiban Sweetcast? 
It's the brand new New Japan Pro Wrestling Podcast starring the International Wrestling Grand Prix. That's me, your good friend, Curtis Spears. And me, your bad friend, Rafe Houston. And we're here to talk about everything New Japan Pro Wrestling, reacting to everything, getting worked up, getting very happy, sometimes crying. Kind of like like something else we used to do, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was the old uh, Okada Shorts podcast, right? Ah, that's right. And if you love that show, you're going to love this show because it's exactly the same show. Yeah, we just had to change the name. Yeah, we, we did. But you can check it everywhere on a social media handle that we haven't made yet. <laughs> yeah, we're really new to this. So <laughs> what you can do is search on your favorite podcast catcher of choice. Look for the Ichiban Sweetcast. Sweetcast, Ichiban. This has been a Count Out Podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 